Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's your boy Jeremy Pierce here bringing you the self-proclaimed number one wrestling podcast in the world. It's the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. Welcome. Today is Saturday, March 13th. How y'all doing? So, last week's show, we had the AEW Revolution preview show, and if you uh, are an avid listener, the What Just Happened mini podcast, same night as Revolution, today's show, we're going to be looking at the state of the women's division in both Impact Wrestling and all elite wrestling we're going to check them out see how they're doing um we're going to look at their rosters kind of rank their rosters see where they are right now uh what kind of work they need to per, to to further themselves and be better and then their future uh but yeah that's that's the, that's what we're going to be doing today but first things first it is time for the stories of the week and hit my music all right so in the first bit of news the wwe may have to start paying their legends royalties so as reported you know there's obviously footage on the 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 network so uh about a year or so ago bill nye filed a lawsuit against disney saying that after they started streaming a show they owe him royalties and he wanted 50 percent Disney argued that they could only give 20%, saying that that was streaming and not broadcast. Disney won the case, but the ruling that the judge made was very interesting. He ruled that streaming content is the progression of VHS and DVD that would eventually come around. That that right there could eventually come around the WWE and its legends as they could be looking for as much money as they can get. And because of this billion-dollar deal they have with Peacock, there could be a change. So be on the lookout for that. Christian Cage is now in uh, a W and where you're wondering yourself, how often is he going to be wrestling for the company? I would say on a semi regular basis I don't know, from the story, that's what it looks like. So maybe two or three matches a month, um, an ongoing program on uh, Dynamite and then, you know, a match on Dark Hair there or dark elevation but uh yeah uh if you've been wondering big spool has been out of action because of a new flare-up uh due to her uh, crohn's disease uh she has she you know she's dealing with it she's been dealing with dealing with uh this you know for a very very long time and uh you know we wish her the best can't wait for her to come back as you know she's one of the stars of the AEW's women's division uh, she came out and addressed a little, uh, addressed her fans, saying that she's healing. She's uh, 
getting better and she will be back soon and then come to find out she will be back soon as she'll be wrestling on uh elevation <laughs> so yeah now if you saw if you saw the end of if you saw the end of revolution you know that the bombs didn't go off and of course kenny omega is furious tony khan is upset and they tested it all day all day all day and finally, when it needs to work, when it needs to go right, it didn't. Now that that sucks, and I, I, I would I would be I'd be upset too if I was Kenny. Um, yeah. If you saw on Raw Talk, this is usually the place where Raw Talk or, or Talking Smack. This is the place where people can the wrestlers can get out of themselves, show a little bit more. Um, and Peyton Royce had a really good, really, really good um, promo truth bomb about why she's being underutilized. Why is she being underutilized? And you can see it, it pains her. I mean, She's clearly underutilized, and the iconic split still doesn't make any fucking sense. Still doesn't make any sense. Uh, so what's going on with Peyton? I would be upset. So she's making the point that we you know we're going to the same old, same old. Obviously, we know who she's talking about. And it's 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 really tiresome. We're going to get into this next week for sure. Um, when we talk about the WWE's women's division, yeah. And and the the good thing, the crazy thing is like Bailey came out and she was like, yeah, this 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 on after the bell. She said this. This is going to help. Use that anger and that fire to drive you. And hopefully it does. The first inductee to the WWE's 2020 Hall of Fame class has been announced. It is none other than Molly Holly. So it's very, very well deserving. She was different. Molly Holly was different when she was wrestling in the era where sex sells. And she was never afraid to be serious or to be funny. And that's great for her. Oscar is obviously out with a concussion. Her WrestleMania status is unclear. She's out from a concussion because of that kick that Shane had gave her a few weeks ago. And concussions are weird. Because she could be fine one week. Or might be a bump down the line. So we wish Oscar, we wish Oscar the best. If you haven't heard, John Laurinaitis is back and he has received a new title. Remember, originally he was in charge of talent relations. His now talent, his now title is the general manager of talent. We we will see where this happens, and I don't think a lot of people are happy about it. And most, and in our the biggest story of the week, which. Shouldn't be surprising to anybody. Andrade has requested his release from the WWE. Now, 
he was denied and it's see this is sucks Andrade is a phenomenal talent and he's clearly being misused I can, I can say this about Alistair Black as well but Andrade is one of the best wrestlers on the planet I know this you know this and apparently uh, being engaged to Charlotte Flair gets you nowhere it's quite the opposite of Kim Kardashian but I digress Andrade has removed all mentions of the WWE from his social medias and that's usually when someone says that they are definitely definitely unhappy Andrade is too proud He's too good. He's in this prime of his career, and he's just sitting on this, sitting in the back. And it's it's it it said that he looks, he just looks dejected backstage, man. Just and he was one of Heyman's guys, and Heyman he's no longer in charge of creative or writing, so it sucks. Um, obviously, the question of coming up is, will he jump to AEW if he quits or gets fired? Well, I mean, well, quits because he's not getting fired. He can always just go back to Mexico and become a giant, giant, big, big star like he was before in um, AAA. So, I wish, I wish, I wish the best for Andrade because he is too good to be sitting at home. And it sucks. But we'll be right back with our week in review. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. So you obviously were starting with Monday Night Raw. And obviously, we open up with our, our universal question. Did Raw start off with talking? Yeah, actually, um, kind of. Yeah, they almost fooled me. The show opens up, and we got the Hurt Business backstage. A quick interview with Bobby. Like, okay, they do this quick interview here. They will jump right into a match. And they were opening up the WWE Championship match. I said, okay. And then it goes to The Miz and The Ring. And, of course, The Miz is talking. Crazy thing is, he made all of the sense in the world with his explanations. He is never hurt. So, if he's if, if he's feeling sick or a little ill, you should believe him. And even though it was a count-out win, he still defended the championship. He broke no rules. But he says it in a way where you hate him. Lashley retained against the Miz. Uh, Miz got a little bit more time to compete, and uh, the outcome was never in doubt. So yeah, Lashley, Monday Night Bobby, as Simon Miller puts it. I'm gonna recap here everything that happened with Braun and Shane. Braun wanted an apology. Shane apologized later in the evening. They came back out because Braun thought Shane had something else to say. And then Shane 
uh, was trying to make Braun look stupid, and I guess he made him look stupid, but he really didn't. Shane's the heel, Braun's the face, they're fighting at WrestleMania. Yeah. Stupid. Sheamus and Drew had a no disqualification match, and the match was very, very good all the way up until the end of the match. As it ended, it ended in a no contest as they were both going to hit each other with the still steps, and they both got hit in the head and fell, and that was another match. We had stuff with Xavier and Shelton and Riddle and beating Slapjack. Who cares? Nobody cares. Shane and Nia uh, defended their um, defended their women's tag team championships against Naomi and Lana. They won. Yeah. Mm, so much for not Lana and Naomi. And in our main event, AJ Styles defeated Randy Orton. He won with the he won with the phenomenal forearm. There was some shenanigans by Alexa Bliss. Yeah. As you can clearly see and hear from my tone. I really don't care about Raw. Raw is stupid. Raw gets a C minus. Over on AEW, we opened up with our first match of the evening. That was Ray Phoenix and Matt Jackson with Ray Phoenix winning. And yeah, I'm all for this. You know, Phoenix is my boy. The match was fantastic because I don't think these two can actually ever have a bad match. And it was good. Uh, Eddie Kingston, along with Moxley, explained their reaction. Kingston explained his reaction to, well, if the explosion was a dud. Why why were you just down and out? And Kingston explained it off as he got PTSD from him being in prison. So he made it work. Yeah. Cody Rhodes beat some dude and then Pentagon, I'm sorry, Penta, came out and they will be starting a feud with each other. Surprise, surprise. Uh Kingston. I'm sorry, uh Ray is going for the tag team titles against the Young Bucks and Cody and Phoenix. And remember like a week or two ago when Ray Phoenix was in the match with um uh what's that guy's name? Kenny and the and um the Good Brothers, yeah. So I'm excited to see both the Death Triangle being used. Uh, Kenny Omega and Christian will be starting a program. I'm good with it. Uh, Thunder Rosa, Rio Mizunami, and Hikaru Shida defeated Nyla Rose, Maki Ito, and Britt Baker. This was really a match that it really didn't matter. We all just wanted to get to the end result, which was after the match, Britt Baker and Rebel beating uh, uh, beating down Thunder Rosa. And this was to lead to next week's show. The main event of AEW Dynamite will be Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker in an Anything Goes Lights Out match. What? The first women's main event in AEW history. And I'm perfectly fine with it being these two women. I would like for Thunder Rosa to win us. She's lost most of the matches in this feud. So, yeah. Remember, she lost the one-on-one match. She lost the, the tag match on Dynamite. 
but she won the tag match. No, no, no. Revolution. Thunder Rosa. And and she lost the tag match at Revolution. So, yeah. Yeah. I think Thunder Rosa is winning next week. Matt Hardy has signed the services of the Butcher Blade and Bunny. And he's just going to use them to, along with Private Party, TH2, to go after the Dark Order and Hangman Page. Okay. I'm cool with it. I would like to see Butcher and Blade get some more wins. Darby Alley retained the TNT Championship as he defended it against Scorpio Sky. Um, he won with a surprise roll-up, the most devastating move in professional wrestling. Scorpio turned heel afterwards and beat down Scorpio Sky. I mean, I wish Scorpio would have gone over here. This is his second TNT Championship loss. And the guy's got all the talent in the world. He should be rocketed up to the top of the card. And that usually happens when you turn heel. And I'm made of in segments. We had the Inner Circle Ward Council. And they were discussing some things. Said there was going to be some changes. Jericho thought about adding a new member. Sammy came out and um, he showed some video to Jericho of Hager. Uh, uh, Ortiz of Santana agreeing and agreeing to kick Jericho out of the out of the inner circle, make make um MJF the leader, and surprise surprise it didn't work at because Jericho was like, "Dog, you don't think we don't watch the show or we don't talk to each other? Like, what, what's wrong with you?" And as they're about to give MJF a beat down, he said, "Hold on, I got my own faction. Lights go out, lights go on in the ring." FTR, Sean Spears, Tully Blanchard, and Wardlow. And they take out their inner circle and they powerbomb Chris Jericho off the stage. So we have a new faction. AEW has a lot of factions and three-man teams. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. Over on... Over on NXT... We open up with Chris, Chris Jericho. We open up with William Regal announcing the next TakeOver... Stand to deliver, which will be two days, like I re- like what was reported last week. First night on Wednesday, USA. Second night, Thursday, on the network in Peacock. He also announced the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, and they were awarded to Dakota Kai and Raina Gonzalez, uh, which is great, which is, re- which is really great. As When he did this, there, the entire women's division of NXT was on the on the stage, um, and then their match was made between uh, Dakota Kai and Reina to defend against Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. But our first match of the evening was Io Shirai defending her women's championship against Tony Storm. Io Shirai won, tapping out Tony Storm to the crossface. Wow! So we know where Io was going after this. She challenged Dakota Kai. Where does Tony go from here? That I don't know. I feel like Tony might be in line for a call up at this point. Long Rhea's on Raw, put Tony on SmackDown. It might be time to call up Tony. Um, Pete Dunn and Jake Atlas had themselves like a, a quick little five minute sprint. Pete Dunn came out on top. It was, it was fun. It was it was cute. Uh, Ember Moon and Shazi Blackheart. 
they won the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. So, Rain and Dakota are only champions for about 45 minutes or so. Wow. But everything for this was just was just weird. You had the Hill team win the tournament, the challenge, the, the Hill team champions, but you want, but you got, it, it was just, I don't know. Everything's been different. Everything's been different. But we have new women's acting champions, and it looks like they will probably be defending their titles against the way. Kind of finish off that feud. Zia Lee won her match against Caden Carter by disqualifications as Casey hit her with a crutch. And I'm fine with that. He can get some comeuppance on Zia Lee and Bo. But here's the thing. They were beating Zia Lee and Boa with, with the crutches. I thought there wasn't this thing like they can't feel any pain. What what the fuck happened to that? <sighs> Zia about to kill both of them. Jordan Devlin is going through his quarantine, and he is coming for Santos Escobar. He's coming for the Cruiserweight Championship. Escobar has a problem with this. And Rigo's like, dog, he never lost the belts. He's going to get a shot. In our main event, Finn Balor defended the NXT Championship against Adam Cole. Balor won with a, with a kind of a distraction from... Kyle O'Reilly. This match was okay. It was good. It wasn't great, but I think that might be coming down the line. Uh, Carrying Cross is next for Finn. As Finn is wondering what took him so long. And there were a lot of backstage promos this week. Like, a lot. Off the top of my head, I can think of Adam Cole, Leon Ruff, Imperium, LA Knight, yeah, I I uh, I might be missing like a one or two more, but there were a lot. There were there were a lot. Over on SmackDown, we ask ourselves: Does SmackDown start with talking? Yes, it did. Obviously, the show opened up with Edge coming out, explaining some things, talking about what's going on. Then Danny Bryan came out, and Edge's issue was saying that oh, he he didn't like the way Daniel Bryan got his title shot. First, first of all, and he said he said Edge was he didn't say Edge didn't said Dane was going to business for himself. First of all, Edge, you my boy, you my boy. Uh, Daniel won a match to get the match, and going business and for himself, nigga. All you did was go business for yourself. You kidding me? What? The pot calling the kettle black. We had an eight man tag match. The street pop, the street profits, and Dominic and Rey Mysterio teamed up to take on Alpha Academy and Rudin Ziggler. Street profits, the good guy team won. But here's my question: Why in the blue hell is Otis teaming up with Dolph Ziggler? Dog, Ziggler got your girl away from you on another show. Why? Why? <sighs> Nia and Reggie are a thing. Reggie's now all over the women's division. We had a uh, segment where Nia is taking Reggie 
shopping and buying clothes for him and all this shit and I'm just over it and why do the women's champions <sighs> why can't the why does the women's champion always have to be with the tag team champions <sighs> I'm over it I am um, I'm over it just get to Sasha versus Bianca Big E cut a fire, 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 fire promo. Um, so Apollo Crews, he coming for that ass. It was uh, just go and watch it, y'all. Just go and watch this fucking promo. Watch it. He then had an open challenge as he was going to defend the IC title. First out, first came out Corbin, but Corbin was not was was too, gone too slow. So Sammy just came and ran to the ring. It was like fuck you, Corbin. They had the match. It was a good match, and then Apollo jumped jumped um Biggie after the match. We're probably going to get a multi man IC title match at Mania involving Biggie, Apollo, Shinsuke. Sammy and uh, King Corbin might be one other person they could possibly throw in there who's not really doing anything in the singles division. We had our contract signing f- for Fastlane, and Roman was like, "No, nah, I'm not doing this match. Fuck this." And Daniel goes, "Yeah, all right. Look, I'm gonna sign. This is gonna be great. But I know, I know why you, I know why you wanna, you don't wanna do this match." Because I've done something you just couldn't do and can't do. I made Jey Uso quit. I tapped him out. You didn't. Maybe I should be the head of the table. Maybe I should be running the family. And then that pissed Roman off. Jay doing his angry thing. Gets up. Oh, after Roman signs the contract. Gets up. Throws the table. Telling yo Adam Pearce. I want, I want to be the enforcer. So this thing can go right. And Edge came out. Says he he wants to beat Enforcer, so Edge versus Jay next week. First match for Edge on SmackDown in almost 15 years. And then there's a brawl after there was a brawl, and Danny Bryan's left standing tall. Good contract signing. But there is no Billy K on my TV again, and that's not right. That doesn't work for me. Where is my Billy K? As for the ratings for the week, Raw gets a C minus, AEW gets a B, NXT gets a B plus, SmackDown gets a B gets a B. But yeah, that's everything. That's that's oh no, no, it's not. No, it ain't no it. We gotta get our matches of the week. We got a couple for y'all. First up, we've got Thunder Rosa and Riho teaming up to take on Britt Baker and Maki Ito from the pre-show on Revolution. We got the street fight, Sting and Darby Allen versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. We got the women's titles from Revolution, Nakara Shida versus Rio Mizunami, NXT women's title on NXT, the Io Shirai versus Tony Storm. Also from this past Dynamite, we got the Matt Jackson Ray Phoenix match, and on NXT we got the NXT Texan Championship women's championship match, Dakota Kai and Reina versus Shotzi and Ember. All good match matches. I would probably say. The Matt Jackson, Ray Phoenix match, the street fight were the two best matches of the week. Actually, I know that AEW Women's title match was really good. So, But yeah, that is the weekend review. We'll be right, right back.
and we're back. So, today's discussion the look we're going to we're going to take a look at the state of AEW's and Impact Wrestling's women's division. All right? All right. And next week we'll do the same for the WWE and NXT. So, we're going to take a look at their rosters, kind of where you would rank them, how they're doing now, where they need to improve in their overall outlook. So, let's start with All Elite Wrestling, the baby of the group. And let's take a look at their roster first. We have Abaddon, Ali, Anna Jay, uh, Awesome Kong, Big Swole, Brandy Rose, Britt Baker, Emi Sakura, Hikaru Shida, Ivalice, Jay Cargo, Chris Statlander, Liva Bates, Mel, Nyla Rose, Penelope Ford, Rebel, Serena Deeb, Shannon, Tay Conti, and Yuka Sakazaki. Now, first things first as you go. Okay, I see talent, I see potential. Well, who's at the top? The AEW's women's champion is Hikaru Shida. She's been champion for, I think, three days, three, almost 300 days now, close to it. Maybe she's in the 280s, 290s. So she's the champion. So where are, where, oh, and I'm sorry, for the, for this conversation, Thunder Rosa is a part of the AEW women's roster, because at this point, she's a part of the AEW's women's roster. So who is our... Who's at the top of the food chain for the women's division in AEW? Sheeta, Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, Nyla Rose, Riho. So that's five. Those are your main eventers. Those are your top of them. Top. Your upper card. Mid card. Now she's a, here's the thing. There really isn't. You, you know who the kind of the jobbers are, but there's not really a mid card. So let's take out. Let's take out Brandy as she is on maternity leave. Uh, let's take out Mel and Awesome Kong as they don't wrestle. Well, Mel wrestles, but we never see her. So. The thing about the AEW women's roster is everybody's kind of fairly new. They don't have that many real veterans on the roster. You have Ali, if she was wrestling Kong, Serena Deeb, uh, you could, uh, no. Actually, those are the two elder statesmen on the roster. They are, they've been doing this for a minute. But everybody else is kind of new. Anna Jay is new, my baby. She's new. Um, You know, Ivelisse is, I'll throw her to that elder statement. Jay Cargo is new. Chris Stantlander is not new anymore, but she hasn't been doing this for long. Same goes for Penelope Ford. Rebel doesn't wrestle. 
So you see where I'm going? The thing I like about their their the women's division in AEW is that they all have unique characters. That is something that the WWE really has our time doing with the their women's roster. Let's, let's I mean let's take a look. Abaddon's a fucking demon zombie, whatever. Ali's into her BDMS shit, or whatever. She's a she's the handler for two killers. Anna Jay's in a fun coat. Awesome Kong is Awesome Kong. Big Swole is about the mentality of being big, being powerful. Do I need to continue? Britt Baker's a fucking dentist. But better than Isaac Yankum. So, yeah. That's what they have. They... They have character. And they... We were doing better. We were doing better... About a month or two ago, we were getting about four or five matches, women's matches on AEW Dark, and it kind of just stopped. But the 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 women's division in AEW has been treated fairly average. They before actually before last the last week or two, they've been they've been getting the same death spot right around nine fifteen ish. They're one match. The match would go on, be on TV for about two to three minutes. Then they would go to picture in picture, and then they would go to commercial. When we come back from commercial, the match would be over. So they've been all they've been moving them around, and there's still only been one match tonight. But it 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 can it can be better. And I mean that in the sense of, well, they got to get their people back. Anna just went went down, so that that really really sucks. Uh, she's kind of like a a prodigy, I would say. She's got it. Chris Dantlander has been out with the torn ACL. You know, she's she was really really climbing the ranks and becoming really really popular. And Serena Deeb just went down with a knee injury. So it goes well. What what who do we have left? We got Rosa great we've got Sheeta we got Britt Riho is back Nyla's hair so right there the people at the top of the car said great but who's 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 after that Jade's still too green she's got character but she needs more work in the ring Rebel doesn't wrestle we have Red Velvet and we have Shanna and we have Ty Conti and they can really be the next ones up at bat I'm a fan of all of these women Especially Shanna, especially Ty Conti, and I want to see. I want to see where they're going. I need more than I need more than two women's. Ma- I need more than one women's match per week. I need more segments with the women interspersed throughout the show. That's that's where they ultimately need need to improve you got to start giving the women more time you've got to just treat them you just you, you've got to treat them better and they've got some really good prospects in in the realm of the uh, woman that you know that participated in dark alex gracia kylan king maddie rinkowski uh, layla hirsch so there's talent, there's talent there, and this is this is great. And but here's the thing though, 
a lot of those people are all new as in they've only been wrestling for three four five years so they're not expected to to carry a lot right Sheeta's been doing that Sheeta has been dominant powerful and just just overall fucking awesome I'm excited for Jade Cargo. She's got the look. She needs to get better in the ring, obviously. She just needs to keep training, keep, keep, you know, keep practicing. I would really love to see Ali and Penelope Ford wrestle more. And that's where I am a little sad. Ali says she's taking a break because of her for her mental health. But Holly is a let me see two let me let me check on something ali is a two-time impact knockouts champion let that sink in in 2015 she was ranked number eight on the pwi top 50 she was number eight so we 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 need her back in the ring. Penelope Ford is talented. That is a fact, Jack. We need Penelope Ford back in the ring. She. She has talent. She has skill. And you can see it. You can see it. And we need it. That's for the future. I kind of just. Kind of just went over it. We just need to give the woman more time. That's it. They need time to grow. And once some of. once I think once Statlander comes back. We'll, we'll be good. And she should be back soon. Hopefully with another month or so. But let's get to, let's get to, actually, no, hold on, hold on. I wanted to spell something right now. Britt Baker, I like her. She's cool. She's got a really, really good character. She's, she's into it 100%. She's solid in the ring. Just because you find someone hot and attractive doesn't mean they need to be on top. Pause. As in, they need to be the face. She's great, and she's going to get her time as women's champion, y'all. It's coming. Just relax. Relax. Now, over to a division that, well, for a very long time has been the f at the front, and they're finally being challenged. Impact Wrestling. Let's take a look at their roster, all right? Alicia Edwards, Deanna, Alicia Edwards, Deanna Perrazzo, Havoc, Jazz, Jordan Grace, Kiara Hogan, Kimberly, Nivea, ODP, ODB, Rosemary, Sue Young, Ta Tasha Steele, and Tino Dashwood. It's a nice little list. I'm surprised that they don't. The first thing is, is I'm surprised that they don't have more women signed. Now, they did just lose Taya Valkyrie and Tessa Blanchard. So, this is weird because I thought they would have had at least more more people sign. This is what? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 
Jokic, and that's 13 people signed. And I would say that's great, but they also have a tag team titles. Whereas AEW has, I think, double that. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight, on their roster. So almost double impact. Now the thing about impact is every most on their roster have been doing this for a minute and don't need that leg up. The AEW, the Impact Wrestling Women's Champion is, sorry, the Knockout Champions is Deanna Perazzo. And the Tag Team Champions are Kiara Hogan and Tasha Steeles. Now, this roster also has Jazz and ODB, two legends, helping out. And everybody, to the best of my knowledge, everybody... That I, on this roster has been on TV with on, at least once in the past two weeks and it recurs. That's great. Now you can do that with a smaller roster. Deanna Perazzo is the women's champion. She was not being used in NXT. She asked for her release. She finally got it and she immediately was rocking to the top of the card in Impact. She is a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal in-ring worker and is incapable of having a bad match. Jordan Grace, the powerhouse of the division, short and stout, but she can kick your ass. Uh, she was definitely in a ladder match with like five other guys a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, you have uh, Tennille Dashwood, great, phenomenal. Sue Young, who's also playing Susie and Suzanne. Um, Rosemary is low key powerhouse. You got the tag champs who just got the fire and the flavor. This is a good roster. I just wish they had more women signed. That's. I wish they had more women signed on their roster. I'm And I'm surprised now. Now, there's a few people out there that are that are floating around. I wouldn't be surprised to see Zelina Vega come over here, but she might do better in AEW. I'm sorry, Thea Trinidad, not Zelina Vega. Well, Zelina Vega's her former name. I could definitely see her going back to the company that she was one that helped her help make her a star, which was Impact Wrestling. That would be great. I just need Impact to get a few more women on their roster so they can really flesh out that woman that tag team division because they have Kiera Hogan and Kim Kiera Hogan and uh, Tasha Tizzle the champions right so the other official teams that I can see are Kimberly and Deanna Perrazzo that's it they're like the only real 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 team but eight impact Ever, ever since they really, really got into women's wrestling, has treated their roster with dignity, honor, and respect. And that is the one thing I can never, ever, ever fault them for is that they they care about women's wrestling. They care. They they get multiple they get multiple segments throughout the show, multiple matches every week. And you go, well, you say, well. 
they have small they have a smaller roster of women so they could do that no no impact has the same, almost the same number of men as AEW has signed but they find a way to use everybody impact wrestling cares about women's wrestling you see it every week you see it in the characters and in the presentation how important it's all being treated i do wish like i said before i wish they had more women on the roster but i like every for the most part i like everybody up here diana parazu and sometimes you just gotta leave somewhere to go somewhere else to just get your shot and that's what she did now look at her she's a two-time knockout champion rosemary has been here for a while i would say she's kind of the new veteran of the group and you still got two legends and you got jazz who we we thought was retired and odb who's back in the company to help make her a star it's good to have that wisdom and that knowledge there this is fun and if you if you if you enjoy women's wrestling, definitely Impact Wrestling out of these two would be the way to go. And that's not to disparage that's not to disparage AEW because they have work to do as well. And they can get there and it looks like they might be getting there. They might be getting better. But I like I like I like what these companies have going on. I like Impact a little bit more because they really don't have any issues besides one. That's it. AEW has a few issues that they need to work on. But there we are. The state of the women's divisions for AEW and Impact Wrestling. Impact, I would say their stocks are going up. AEW, they are slowly going up. Just watch it. Okay. But, but, but that is our show. Thank you all for joining me. Thank you all for coming. You can find me on Instagram at charismatic underscore creations 52. You can find me on Facebook at you just look up charismatic creation studios. I'm going to get it working on that website. I'm still working on it. Next week's show, we'll be looking at the state of the WBEs and NXT's women's division. Um, no NXT UK. I might dive into it a little bit. They are part of NXT. So get ready for next week because that one's going to be a doozy. But I am your host, Jeremy Pierce, to my girl at home who had her surgery this week and a J baby boo boo. Holla at your boy. Peace.